0: Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show, mini suit edition, and we have a very special one for today. We're celebrating our five-year anniversary anniversary for this podcast so really pumped about today and be feeling very celebratory but of course you want to make it very personal and teach some learned lessons so you can apply those in your own life from investing to business to self-care Our three colors so so excited about today's episode and i
1: am too because i remember the conversation that i had with you when we decided to you know start a podcast it's a commitment you know day in and day out we are here, and and you know it doesn't really matter what's happening. The podcast is coming is coming out, so it it shows a lot of like, huh, you know it's not for it's not for uh what's what's called the light fainted of heart. <laughs> it takes you guys. Humor. You guys, it didn't matter, right? Five years, I'm still struggling with English. How cool is that? <laughs> But we learned differently. I hope I I I hope I improved a little bit, right? I hope you're still like what did she say? <laughs> right? But it's all good. But we're going to share with you guys lessons and the work that we have done personally in our, our business um and in investing and how we pivot, how we look back, you know. You know, there's one funny thing you know when Facebook shows you, like, what you posted, like, five years ago? Yeah. Five years ago? Yep. And uh, there was a post that I was not too proud of <laughs> that showed oh. up. I was like, no, Facebook, I'm not going to post that again. Because I looked at it, and I couldn't recognize myself, right? So I was like, mm, not good. And it was five years ago, so what's the point here? But I think one of my mentors uh, said... Listen, that's actually good because it shows how much you have evolved. Yeah. Right? To the point that you can't recognize that person in the past. So, we're going to share more about how we have evolved on all those three pillars. Before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors.
2: Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax,
3: or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today.
1: We're going to start with self-care, right, Liz?
0: Yes, absolutely. So let's jump into self-care so what what makes this special, and dress when we talk about self care, and we talk about the timing of, of the launch of our podcast, you know, we started this you know five years ago, and five years ago, I turned forty. <laughs> so I remember I, sir, <laughs> we did a surprise party for you. Yeah, it was a, it was a special party, and what I think is really neat about the the journey, right, is that we started we started with the same passion, we started with the same mission to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. And and Andress and I, you you would agree, we're so committed to doing that for other women. What I think has been one of the biggest surprises for me is that by by creating this community, right, and creating this movement and creating all the things we've done, the impact that it's made on myself, right, to live a financially free and balanced life has been profound. I didn't realize that when we started. I didn't I didn't do it for that reason, but it's fascinating, right? As you're serving others, uh you're able to, if you choose to look in the mirror, right? So that's what I wanted to share is my biggest lesson from a self-care perspective. Uh, I've always worked out. I've always been like an avid rudder and uh, done different crazy races, like a half Ironman, which is psychotic. That's another conversation for another day. But in terms of self-care, I really never connected putting myself first and really taking care of myself from a mental perspective. And when you say, okay, what do you mean, Liz? I've always had like three books and mindset and think positively that that's yeah that's definitely i did that in my 30s but in terms of really saying okay what does liz need and want you've been instrumental as a teacher for me in that space andresa um just not natural to me to to think about that and and also put my mental my mental kind of health first by by hiring a therapist and 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 hiring a few because the first one didn't really really fit me um so so that journey kind of began in my 40s and really discovering how I became who I am and what's working and what's not and what do I want to keep doing what do I want to do less of and I think for me putting myself first my needs asking the questions speaking up not taking things as personally like all the stuff that I'm working on and keep being who I am right that work I feel like I've been doing in my 40s as we launched the podcast and as we uh, really grew grew our community I grew myself in that way too and I think we're only going to be able to grow this community in the world if we do grow ourselves, right? That's the irony of it all. So that's my my learned lesson, my, you know, really continue looking at myself in the mirror and letting go of what's not working, which is really hard to do.
1: Yeah, I, I remember I was also in transition, a different type of transition, right? I think after after we give birth for the ladies out there that have kids, we, a new identity is born and the old one basically dies, right? You're like, I don't remember. What did I do with my time in the past? That, right? That you have a child. And then I was going through a divorce. So a new identity had to be born after that or doing that, I should say, right? Because it, 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 it's not like, okay, one day you're married, the other day you're divorced. Simple as that. It's far, far from from that. But for for me, it was really putting up different fires and at the same time, really asking myself, okay, the the marriage itself is not working, but where else? Let's just clean the entire house, not entire one room only, right? What else is not working in different types of of investments that I'm doing? And I, I, I had to really go through an inventory and see it. What was priority to me? Priority to me at that moment was to have a safe place, a safe environment for me to raise my child and grow a business and a life that I wanted to be. And I remember when I... I we have built the entire house and uh and I left, right? And I left and I was my first night at that apartment. I was sleeping in a sleeping bag and it was so good, <laughs> it was such a good night. Yeah, and and because it gave me okay, I turned the page here and now. It's going to all be a different life as if I moved like countries. it felt like that was really a symbolic moment for me of peace and and self-care for me is peace of mind. So that's where I I, I aim for it in a in a daily basis. It, it goes from relationships, it goes from clutter, it goes from, uh conversations that we we're regurgitating it goes from like everything i i just don't have the space and when that happens then it's just like whoa what's going on over here something is off liz and i were talking about schedules right back-to-back calls and i want to start implementing limited of calls per day right which is two because <laughs> it's it consumes it consumes a lot so from a self-care perspective the reinventing of myself from the past years five years it's been tremendous i can i can't emphasize the amount of work that we we have done and liz committed to work on herself i committed to work my with myself liz how many freaking tasks have we done in terms of cognitive, personality (laughs) tests? A lot. A lot, lot, right? It's like, oh, let's do this test. Let's do that test. Let's read this book. Now let's figure it out. And we process it with the people, right? I remember Sharon Waller processing Kobe with with us. Yeah, Tony process our mentor, processing uh, different types of with with us yeah so we can fully understand who we are naturally our abilities our strengths and how we can interact the best with each other so the that's the work and i will share more a little bit during when we're talking about the other pillars but um it's always pretty yeah gotta face your demons (laughs) that's what i did and and for self-care right just just to take it home we want you to
0: look at the biggest thing that just and i stand for is that you look at your own life and so this is not just a five-year salvatory episode but now bring it home to you and say okay in the area of self-care if that's you know and that's why it's first we need to start investing what what do you maybe need to be doing more of and maybe less of so you could put yourself first and, and that answer is so indi- individual but ask that question of yourselves you know during this episode and maybe to make a note for yourself
1: yeah. Do the work before before we get into the investing. I want to say something. Self care is the best investment that you can ever make. You're investing in yourself, in your Being mindset, in just... your abilities, and that will ultimately, you know, splash. The results are going to show in your business, in your building your portfolio, and living the life. So we are not talking about a juju or whatever, like up there. No, it's very specific, right? How does my brain work? How I'm naturally wired, and how can I not not like uh, utilize, but how can optimize, I optimize yeah, optimize, yeah, that for my business. So self care, that's the the bottom of it. That's the seed. Love it. Awesome. So second second pillar,
0: right, the second and, and what, what brings us all together is our, our passion and love for real estate investing is a vehicle for financial freedom. So what brought Jess and I together. We did multiple projects together and then created this community. So for, for us in the last several years, it's been an interesting time. We've grown a lot and we've also sold a lot. <laughs> so we bought a lot and sold a lot. And why why I say that is the impetus for that, and, and I highly encourage those listening if you haven't it could be a scary process but putting your will together is a very it's not the like number one thing people want to do like should i plan a vacation or should i put my will together it's like you know obviously there's so many other things we'd rather be doing with our time however obviously there's really important reasons why we put our wills together the the interesting part as we went through that journey and it was in the last five years was because we actually then said okay what happens to all of our businesses right it's not just what happens to our kids, who's going to, you know, uh, be the executor of our, of our estate. All those are important questions. But really, what's the plan? Like where, you know, what would happen to all of our various businesses? And so we created a spreadsheet. We started to really do the work of, OK, what's working, what's not, what assets are working, what assets are not, um, where do we want to move geog- from a geographical perspective. Uh, there's certain geographies that we've been investing that we are, you know, really tightening up and we've sold a lot. Other markets were growing in. So it was such a just an eye opening. I didn't, that was not the reason you, sh- you know, we were going to do our wills to have this like strategic planning uh, asset conversation, but it actually yielded that. And the, the most important part about it, why I'm encouraging everyone listening to do this is when you're listing out like your LLCs or your businesses or, or your focuses, right? You have to ask the question who's going to manage this if I'm not here, right? Who's going to lead this if I'm not here? And so many times, as investors, we are our brands, right? We are our business and that could be a problem. That is a problem. So what was really fascinating was we started to say, what's a succession plan? Who could maybe lead this this piece of what we're doing? And then we said, well, why are we gonna wait till we die? Like that, that doesn't make sense. We're kind of far from there. Could we start putting some pieces in place to transition that part of that business or, and then it just got the wheels turning to all those conversations. So I think that's been the biggest thing for us uh, and more is not better. We we've sold a lot. We've let a lot go, and just getting really refined with what we want to do, and what we don't want to do, um, is critical. And 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 just coming back to what got you where you are is not going to get you where you want to go. And so you know, especially with buying that past that is about assets too. What what made us buy an asset ten years ago is very different, right, than today. And we've been doing this for a long time, so. That's been the big learning there. And I, I would encourage everyone listening because you had a lot of women who are experienced who have portfolios. And we, we were on our our Strive call last night, right? And just with one of our members who was sharing about her, her, her portfolio of 30 properties and kind of having a come to Jesus meeting for herself to say, you know, what's working? What do I want to do more of? What's not working here? So I encourage everyone listening to do that. If you have one property, if you have 10 properties, if you have 100, so helpful to do kind of like a, Kind of like a um, you know deep dive of, of 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 your of your portfolio and start to say God forbid something happened to me would I even want to keep this property and if the answer is no then you should start creating a plan now to transition.
1: Yeah, definitely. When I when I got started I I got very like I don't know a hype you know when you got your first property and selling and you know forget about the capital gains because that was not on my <laughs> spreadsheet anyway uh but then i thought okay i got this adrenaline going on so and then i started doing multiple projects at the same time and the adrenaline was there right you have multiple properties in different stages and all good and then it got to a point i i was doing shifting at the same time going crazy losing my hair literally and then I had to kind of like stop and 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 because I, to be quite honest of the, the, you know, the deals, I, I didn't even, you get to a point that you don't want to even go to the closing. Right? You do a deep package and then you're done. Just wire. I don't really care. Right? I'm not a, like, it does. It's just a trans, it became transactional for me. And then when it became transactional for me, and then I looked at other property and I thought to myself, I don't even need to go inside because I already know the design because there's no other possibility where I am. It's very squarish. It crushed my creativity and and I didn't have any desire anymore unless it was a project where I was going to learn something new. There was some sort of challenge there that could spark something for me. I was not interested in doing more of the same, just for the sake of doing more of the same, right? So then looking to different types of of, uh, niches, and I had to come to Jesus time and say, the quantity right now is not fulfilling my needs and my lifestyle where I want to be, I don't want to be running from one project to another. Although I had great GCs, I don't want to, I just don't want to, period. Right? So reinventing is like, okay, how can I continue investing with different partners, with different projects, different niches, and it still adds value to the consumer, but also to my life where I feel like, Ooh, this is so cool. Learn something new. And I've been always like this. I got to learn something new. But if I start procrastinating, going to a project, that's not good news. So I had to really come to terms, not battle it, not resist it, but come to terms to, okay, that phase of interest, uh, managing that. Great, thankful for it, but it's over. No anymore. Nope, no, nope. I want to do less that fits my lifestyle, like all my own terms, literally. Andres will often say, I'm done with that. Like that
0: way of being, I'm I'm done with that. And I and I think that's such a beautiful way to think about change because we all have the ability to evolve. We all have the ability to say, that was me five years ago, yeah. now this is me today. It still doesn't mean we're completely like, uh, you know, it's like, I'm not this different person. I don't think Andres would ever say, I'm like, Liz, I don't even recognize you. <laughs> You're a completely different person. I mean, she may say, wow, since I've met you, you've grown a lot. And I would say the same to her, but there's parts of who we are that come along. And I, but I love that, I love that way you say that, Andresa. You're just like, that, that part of me is gone. Yeah. She's gone. And And I think that's a really good good way to say it. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. All right. Cool. So, last, last pillar and why we have business is obviously, a pillar and something that we focus in on a lot of uh, the guests we bring on the show, uh, the speakers at invest her con, whatever we're up to business is such an important kind of focus because so many, so many investors that buy a property, whether it's one property, 10, 15, 20, they're running it as a hobby, right? They're running it as no, it's not a business. And in, in reality, it is, it is its own business. And if we start looking at it in that way, uh, or we go into it running it that way, it, you, we you handle it, we make different decisions and we handle ourselves in a different kind of capacity. So that's why we, we have business as a, as a pillar. So for me, the last five years has been an interesting journey. Uh, five years ago, we started this podcast. Uh, I had my second child and I made the in, the, in the kind of like history of me and my husband working together and, and, and the history of, um, you know, collaborating in our own investment portfolio, it's evolved in the last five years. Uh, five years ago, I'd say I was, I was very much more day to day in our 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 syndication business. I was running all of our investor relations. I was talking to investors. I was doing all that. I was literally the the point person on that. And um, and then the podcast began, and and their community began, and my passion and interest of growth was here. Uh, not that I don't love real estate. I'm still very involved, but from a day to day perspective, I said, you know that that role no longer serves me. So we hired someone. And so I took a step back from our day to day and doing that, I learned a lot about myself. So, you know, growing a business and even as a consultant for literally the last 20 years, I become really great. I would say I got an A plus in doing everything myself. I'm like, I'm perfect at it. I could do, I, you know, as a consultant, even in our business early on, um, I was the bookkeeper. I, you know put the yeah, first or- i cannot imagine <laughs> i know <laughs> the- some <laughs> sad thought to think about but i mean i literally did everything i became and then growing up and growing up in my household like you just get stuff done and you figure it out and so i was as something to this last five years you can't grow a community you can't grow a business with that mindset right you can't you just can't you can but it's not peaceful and it's not really um it's not going to give the people around you peace, and it's actually not going to get you where you want to go. So I've always loved, I love learning about myself. I know my strengths. But the last five years, I think I've been really mindful of not just what my strengths are, but on like a day-to-day basis. Like, what like what do I really need to be doing? And, and then how do I fire myself from certain things? And allowing myself to be fired, right? And not taking a person like, I can't do it all myself. I'm not good enough. They don't like me and whatever stuff I say in my head right whatever that quote unquote me- meaning I make of it so I think for me that's been the biggest thing where I've been able to really and I I think I'm on the journey I don't think I've mastered it necessarily but day-to-day like where my energy comes from I'm so much more mindful of it rather than just doing whatever needs to be done which I'm I could I just I do by default unfortunately and like you like we just talking about you know that that no longer serves me that that's no longer no longer me Okay, how do I transition? So every day, like, what is my core genius? How do I do more of that? You know, and how do I have the courage to say this? I can't do this anymore. Okay, we're just going to put that on the side for now or whatever it might be, right? Mm -hmm. So that's been the biggest learning for me. That's been the biggest, and I think I'm still learning, but I think I've certainly made progress, uh, I would hope, (laughs) in the last five years.
1: There we go. Well, I think that for, for me, when you're looking at the business right? The real thing faster became as a community and he grew into a real business, right? A, a business that needs to be managed. So when I stepped into the CEO position, I had to level up my leadership skills. And I, I you just mentioned the, the get stuff done, right? So I say the get stuff done mentality, I had to gradually let that go. And we went and we are still growing uh, our teams, but literally we could not continue growing. We have 60 meetups across the country in Canada, and each one of them have two, minimum two people there. That alone, that alone, the managing all of it, it's it's one thing, right? And then we have different branches in, in our Strive membership, our investor con. Investor con, I say, it's a wedding a wedding times three, right? So you have to elevate. So what does he relate to you? So you are a real estate investor and the get stuff done mentality will not get you the life that you dream, the freedom that you dream. You got to let that go and really focus on elevating your leadership skills when you're hiring people. You're not going to hire them just to do things. You're going to hire them to grow your business. That is where the focus should be. And I think Gary V said, hire fast and fire faster. And it's been a journey, right? And when you're going through the firing process, it's not pretty. But you get to the point where you have this sense of peace that it is necessary in order for you to serve the people that you're serving and grow your business and ultimately live the life that you want. That is the job. That is the work. And it's not pretty many times because you you just want to like, can we just have like a smooth smooth ride here? And it isn't, right? And then we have to face where we take responsibility for it, right? Our mentors hold us accountable and say, okay, what can we look at? How can we look at this and, and learn that person, that person? that did you wrong or whatever that situation was, look at that person as a teacher. That person came to your life to teach you something. So get the freaking lesson, otherwise it's going to happen again. So, you know, as you look at, you imagine that person that you did do you wrong, they want to strangle them and say, well, they want to thank you because yeah. you're teaching me, you're making me a better leader here. Now I learn this for my business and as a leader. And I'm gonna do better in the future. Either improve my hiring process, my KPIs to hold people accountable, and still set the boundaries that I need for the business to run smoothly and, and, and grow. Simple as that. I lot. Love-
0: that's the work. That is the work and that's why we wanna focus focus on these things during our, our five year anniversary. Uh, because it, it is a journey and and we're on this journey with you and that's what makes this such a special um, community that we have and it's because all of you listening and on this journey with us, uh, we are never the people that say, you know, we're good, we're there and now we're going to teach you all of our secrets. We have arrived. We've arrived and I, 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 that's just not the community built. What makes our real estate investor community very unique and special. Is that we've we've developed this enormous circle, this enormous worldwide circle that's growing every day, where women can give and get support and live life on their own terms. So we appreciate you all being on this journey with us. Sincerely, take something from today's episode, whether it's one thing you could do differently in your business, in your real estate investing strategies, and most importantly, taking care of yourself. So we appreciate you so much for being on this journey with us. And uh, here's to five plus and many many more to come. Many more and I
1: just years want to, to come. Th- <laughs> thank you all personally. The guy that told us that we're going to run out of women to interview.
0: I don't know. I forget your name right now, but I got your name. I don't care. We have been told early on. I was told early on that we would run out of because we said we're going to focus just on interviewing women. Yeah. Only. And he said, you're going to run out of women. There's not a lot of real estate investors. And there are, you know, there are a ton. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To you. <laughs> <Just for laughs> Thank you for inspiring <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, ladies. Thanks so much. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes.
0: If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.